Hello, and welcome back to the Life Coach Life Podcast. My name's Paul Heron, and as always, I'll be joined by my ever-insightful co-host, Tyler Nouns. While we've reached episode number five, it's been an incredible journey so far, but we really do feel like we're just getting started. In today's episode, we'll continue our journey. We'll discuss why it's often much more beneficial for us to let go rather than accumulate more information. So without any further ado, let's dive into this conversation titled Unlocking Potential from Knowledge to Actualization. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this journey with us. Welcome to Life Coach Live. It's great to be here today again with my associate coach partner, Paul Heron. How are you today, Paul? I'm doing awesome today, Tyler. Um, it's great to be back here again. Um, really looking forward to another another conversation. And you know, I, f- I feel like we're on a bit of a, a journey now. There's a bit of momentum starting to be built and you know every time we catch up I'm I'm just looking forward to just taking that next step and diving a little bit deeper into into the into the topics that we're talking about this whole idea of you know the inner work um what we need to be doing to allow ourselves to you know be in the best position we can to be able to achieve our vision and you know I just keep thinking I was actually probably waking up in the middle of the night last night still thinking about this idea of you know operating from the inside out as opposed to reacting from the outside in which is um yeah just these conversations in themselves are helping you know helping me to sort of uh, take things to the next level so hopefully everyone out there is getting some uh, enjoyment out of them as well awesome yeah that's great uh, and i've really enjoyed our conversations and um you know it it feels like we've identified the framework there's a a foundational framework that i believe you and i are both in consensus on and in alignment with and it's really the foundation of uh not just life (laughs) but for life coaching as well and it's exciting to explore different aspects of the foundation and you know the language that we use uh, may vary and the descriptive words and so forth and and the meaning that we associate with different words yet we're talking about the same principles and the same ideas which essentially make up the framework that we're talking about um yes and again uh the framework being uh you know you and i and everyone we are the source we are the cause and each of us has three creative powers. The power, primary, the primary power being, the first power being feeling, the second power being thought, and the third power being action. And uh, really what those two powers are, uh, I should say what the three powers are in combination with the cause, the power source, is really cause and effect. And so the title of our talk today is we've chosen knowledge, realization and actualization and knowledge uh, is pertaining to cause and effect. So knowledge, I think of knowledge, Paul, as the edge of knowing. And I think of the the edge is in between what we think we know, like the known, what I'll call the known, and the unknown. 
And in between there, uh, this is another framework which I kind of have to incorporate into this word because knowledge pertains to it, but it's not the purpose of today's talk. But um, the, the three powers and the source or cause uh, pertain to, so the source and cause is unknown. The first power, the primary cause for who we are at the feeling level is the knower. We identify ourselves, like who we are, who, what, what am I, who am I? We consider ourselves to be the knower. And the knower has to exist in order for anything to be known. So any object of perception or knowledge, there has to be a knower in order for that object or to be known, okay? So the knower would be the first power. Now, in order for the knower to know something, there has to be a power that we call knowing. There has to be a knowing power. And it's the knowing power that enables us to know something, which we call the known. Um, and <clears throat> really, uh, the way we can look at it is the power source being caused. So this slide says knowledge, and then I've got cause and effect. Um, this is a little bit heady, but see if you can just stick with me, okay? We'll, we'll get out of the head pretty soon, and we'll start talking about how it relates and how we can use this in a practical sense. Um, but if we think of our being as the cause, as the power source, that our three powers of uh, feeling, thinking, and action, those powers are actually in effect. They're, they're not the, the cause, they're in effect of the cause, okay? And really cause and effect come from this rational idea that everything has a, a cause. There's a cause for everything, isn't there? I mean, you know, and I think one of the primary ways that we relate to cause and effect is creator and creation. So this is maybe more of a, you know, a metaphysical, you know, I think, I think of science, our Western science is very much cause and effect. That's the formula for Western science. You know, if we're trying to get a particular outcome, we need to analyze what the cause is. And that's what the science is. And so the science comes up with the, the intelligence or the, uh, the formula or the technology, and that creates a particular outcome or, or an effect. When, from a more of a spiritual and even philosophical standpoint, uh, when we ask ourselves questions like, uh, how, how did we get here? Both science and uh, philosophy or metaphysics or religion ask this question, how did we all get here? And so we think of uh, cause and effect in these terms as creator and creation, okay? So we're very much uh, concerned with creation, you know? We, we have a name for everything on earth, right? That's the creation, you know? We'll go in and we'll dissect the creation, you know? In, in biology, we'll slice open the frog and look at all the internals. 
Okay, so we're very much uh, interested in the effect creation. And what has puzzled philosophers and mystics and poets is how did, what's the creator? What is the cause for all of this? Okay, and so that is still a bit of a question mark, you know, like science, one theory would be uh, the Big Bang is what caused all of this. Uh, and, you know, but that opens up other questions like, well, what caused the Big Bang, <laughs> you know, and really just saying Big Bang, let's say it was the Big Bang that caused all this. So what? So what? Now that I know, oh, it was the Big Bang. Oh, now I'm fulfilled. And now I've got all this knowledge. And now my life is so much better because now I realize how the universe and creation was born. It was with the Big Bang. Okay. So this kind of knowledge, it's not self-knowledge. And what I wanted to put on this slide, actually, when I wrote it on paper, was I actually put in brackets self knowledge. And again, it gets back to knowing thyself. And, you know, it's feasible for us to know who and what we are. It's more feasible for us to know who and what we are than it would be to try to understand how the universe was born, how what the creator actually is, how all of this came about. Um, it's it's and we in terms of self-knowledge, again, we are the cause and everything external to us is an effect, okay? Um, now, I'm just throwing all of this out there, Paul. It's like throwing a bunch of stuff up on the wall, some spaghetti on the wall, and stuff is going to stick there and we can talk about it. It's there's a lot of very, very big concepts and ideas that I'm throwing out there. Um, and it's going to take some time to really digest and understand what the heck I'm talking about. But <laughs> in the meantime, what, what have you made of this disjointed conversation that I've been having with you so far? Yeah, it's a, uh it's an interesting thing to think through because, you know, what are we trying to, what are we trying to understand with the knowledge that we seek to obtain? You know, I, I kind of love what you said there about what difference does it make if we know, if we know anything, what difference does it make? You know, this conversation that we've been having over the last, over the last couple of months now has predominantly been about taking responsibility and understanding and gaining awareness about ourselves. It's about doing the inner work that can be applied to anything. You know, it can be applied to, um, obviously we're talking in a context of life coaching, creating a business, um, coaching itself, you know, the skills that we need to acquire. But this type of work applies equally to every other aspect of our life. But I think the message that we're trying to get across is, you know, to be successful, to really understand, um, you know, what is most important to us, for us to even be able to answer those questions, we need to do some of this inner work for us to be able to try and figure out who we are, why we're here, what our purpose is, what our vision is, 
Um, I think it's a really interesting concept and idea. And, you know, in many ways, this is where we have identified a bit of a gap potentially. You know, there are so many people out there telling you their recipe of what needs to be done. You know, the information is out there. We don't need more information. You know, there's a, we've never had so much information available to us than we do at our fingertips right now. But all this information isn't getting us to expand, isn't getting us to take those steps out of the comfort zone that we know we need to take, isn't getting us getting a, a deeper level of clarity about what it is that we want to move towards. And that's the thing that I'm fascinated about with this whole conversation that we've been having, that idea of starting with the inner work, you know, starting from within and working outwards and coming to the realization, almost the actions being what must be fulfilled once you've done the inner work. And as I said, that can be applied to all aspects of life. And hopefully if we go through this process, we will see benefit, not just in our life coaching, not just in our life coaching businesses, but in our ability to be able to enjoy the world and to contribute to the world and to leave the world a better place and, you know, everything that comes along with that. Very good. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And as you were talking, I was thinking about all this information and, you know, it's basically, uh, I would say we are... Uh, overloaded with there's too much information and I think what that's caused is a lot of confusion actually and I think that's part of the reason why many people are kind of stuck and are having difficulty getting in motion and I would say a lot of the information uh, is backwards I would say that most of the information is extrinsic extrinsic it's based on an effect so um everybody is trying to sell you on an outcome on a result and in terms of cause and effect paul um basically cause equals effect cause is the effect because whatever the effect is there has to be a cause and if we're just focused on the effect, then we're kind of missing the boat because the focus needs to be on the cause. The effect is inherent. The extrinsic is inherent in the intrinsic. So the, the cause, when you understand the cause, the effect is, it, it's like a law. It's like the cause of four in terms of a math equation is two plus two or three plus one. If you understand the cause, two plus two, the effect is pretty much guaranteed. It's not really uh, debatable, you know, it's a, it's a fact. Um, and, you know, even, uh, I, I've mentioned this to you before, but I, I read somewhere that uh, somebody asked Einstein, if you only had an hour, to solve a, a big problem, how would you solve it? And he said, I would spend 55 minutes of the hour understanding the problem because the solution is inherent in the problem. If you don't understand the problem, how on earth are you gonna find the solution? And I would say that the biggest problem is that we are we have been conditioned and 
increasingly so, uh, to be focused on the effect, distracted by all the effects, and very little time and attention consciously is spent meditating on cause, contemplating cause, um, focusing our attention, committing to cause. You know, it, it's uh, you could throw that 80-20 rule, you know, we need to flip it. Instead of spending 80% of our time trying to figure out the effect, spend 80% of your time figuring out the cause. You know, the, the other 20% will take care of itself. The results will happen. Um, how is that registering with you? I love it. I love it. And it's, you know, exactly what you were saying there. And I think, you know, what came up to me, I was actually thinking, I'm not sure if it's Einstein or who it is, but, um, you know, that equation, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, you know, and exactly what you've been talking about today. If we're only focused on one side of that equation, you know, we, we're potentially missing so much of what is required for us to, to do, to work through, to enable ourselves to be ready to play our part in terms of creating the things that we want to be creating. You know, we, we spoke about information uh, earlier in this conversation. You're spot on. It, it is about decluttering. It's about pay, like clearing the path of all the rubbish that's in the way and picking one thing at a time that you want to really embody. You know, you can't think your way through to being the expert on anything. You can't think your way through to being a fantastic public speaker. You can't think your way through to having the skills to run a successful business. The only way you can do it is from doing the work that's required. You know, that's a math problem that can be solved as well. You know, the inputs that are required to achieve a certain set of outputs, you know, you can calculate that as well. But for me, what this is all about is helping us be ready and preparing ourselves and doing the work for us specifically to enable us to take the next step for us, whatever that is. You know, it's not going to be someone else's recipe that's given to us. It's about us working on our own unique vision, our own set of, um, you know, our mission statement, our, you know, managing our emotions and our thoughts um, to allow us to get to that place where we can start taking the actions that are required. And I completely agree wholeheartedly, Tyler, in, you know, if we're spending all of our time looking at the result, if we're comparing ourselves to everyone else out there who, you know, their social media profiles are telling us they're already getting these results. You know, we're getting bombarded by marketing materials every day, you know, playing on that, um, you know, that lure of the of the quick fix. You know, but I, I think I really genuinely believe stepping away from all of that, you know, really starting to do some of this inner work, focusing on what is most important to us and how we are going to prepare ourselves to be able to get in motion and start taking the steps that we need to be taking. It's, 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 it's amazing thinking about this, you know, because I think so many of us have been programmed to think in a particular way. And with that, with that programming where you're focusing on the result, you're not even conscious that there's an alternative. You know, it's not even something that is on your radar at all. And, you know, if we get ourselves into that place where our, vision is strong, our, our determination and willingness to 
confront the fears and doubts that we that we hold and uh, the commitments that we make with ourselves to jump in and and do some of the the uncomfortable work that's required to to make progress towards making that vision a reality you know if we really work on that purpose that purpose itself is going to be the cause that's going to pull us towards the results and the results will look after themselves um yeah it's very interesting yeah yeah and you know the last part that you said the results will look after themselves and you know a lot of pain and disappointment stems from us being attached to a particular result and when that particular result and, and and if you have like a very high desire for a particular outcome and and it's not meant to be it's not happening that only increases your amount of anger and frustration and uh discouragement you know and there's you start to self-doubt yourself uh what i'm not good enough i'm not this you know and it, it becomes a, a a down it can become i should say a, a bit of a downward mental and emotional uh, spiral um you know so focusing what we i'm gonna switch slides here and um again this ties in with the uh you know identity uh vision uh, who am I? Why, I? why am I here? And, you know, right off the hop, find your cause. It's like saying, what is your ultimate purpose in life? And the self-knowledge that we're talking about, and that's why I wanted to add the word self uh, in front of knowledge, because what we need to realize, okay, is that we are the cause. So, find your cause and as you pursue what is my cause who am i why am i here as you pursue that as you uh practice as you take put effort towards finding your cause you will eventually realize ah i am the cause i am the effect that i'm actually seeking the effect is not that I'm looking for. I, I, I'm mistakenly thinking that it's somewhere out there in a future time, in a future place, right? Separate from me as I currently am in the here and now present moment. And the, the truth of the matter is, is that you as the cause are the source. So there is really nothing outside of who and what you are that can be attained. You already are it. You are, you are the one that you've been looking for, you know, the love and happiness and success and fulfillment that you're seeking is you. And that's the, that's what we need to begin to realize that it's not about something outside of what you already are. That's, uh, that's a way to introduce this slide. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Paul. That, that. That sort of hits home to me as well because, you know, I think so many of us, you know, I've definitely been in this category in the past where we're almost feeling like we need to be better. We need to be someone else. We need to be further down the path. You know, we can't achieve anything at the moment. We're not worthy. We're not enough right now until we've until we've 
met some imaginary goal that we're making up for us to hit down the road. And, you know, a, a lot of the things that have, are coming up for me at the moment, it's, you know, I, I love what you were talking about there about us not needing anything else. We are the source. And I think so many of us, we get in our own way. We're holding ourselves back. And I I'm, I'm kind of imagining now a letting go rather than a needing more. Wow. Paul. Awesome. That is just a fantastic insight. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, my exuberance cut you off there, but um, I'm going to write this down because this is, this is such a profound realization that you just shared. It's, it's. And I think there's a lot of us in that situation. There's a lot of us in that boat. There's, you know, we talk about the symptoms and the, the specific problems of, you know, how we're going to get clients, how we're going to run a business. I've never done this before. You know, these are all the external, you know, factors that are sort of out there sort of playing their role. When we're focused on them, you know, that's all we can see. But if we were to look within ourselves, you know, we probably would see that we are holding ourselves back and not letting ourselves live to our full potential. Yeah, the, the letting go, <laughs> the letting go. Yeah, I use the term, this could be another talk, I use the term letting go. I uh, and I synonymously use it with the word acceptance, uh, surrender, and sometimes uh, it's not it's not a great term to use uh, because we have a very negative connotation to the term giving up. Right? Uh, we we think that it means quitting. Oh, I give up. I'm you know forget it. I'm I quit. And giving up means letting go of the stuff that's stopping you from moving forward. That's the only obstacle, right? That's what they mean by getting out of your own way. It's if somebody wants to give you something and you're holding on to all of your stuff, all of your limiting beliefs and concepts and fears and insecurities, you're holding on to all that stuff. How can somebody give you a gift. How can somebody bestow upon you something great? Your hands are too full carrying all your crap, you know? I love that word too there, that, that word gift. I think that's something I've been thinking about a lot over the last, you know, over the last couple of years, I guess. Um, you know, I, I first heard something similar to that a couple of years ago and it didn't really resonate or make too much sense. But now my understanding of what that means is, you know, we do have a choice. You know, every time, every single time something pops up that, you know, we we take notice of ourselves holding ourselves back. You know, we have a choice. We can be down on ourselves, we can get angry, we can turn away, or we can look at that as a gift and look at that as an opportunity just for us to take notice and question what it is that we really want. You know, we can relate it back to that idea of continuously working and developing and refining our vision and purpose and you know, it's a completely different mindset to be bringing to, again, it's a, a it's broader than just being a coach, being a business owner. It's who we are and how we present ourselves in everything that we do. And if we're able to look out for those or, and take notice of opportunities when they present themselves and, you know, look at them as a gift of sorts, then we can start to, we can start to, you know, just by becoming aware, taking notice, you can start to you know, question what is most important. It's a completely different uh, frame of viewing everything that happens around us. Yeah, that's a great, 
summary, Paul. It's, uh, and I think that the framework that we discussed last week uh, regarding mission and goals, uh, this particular slide uh, correlates with that. Uh, uh, how will I be and what will I do? And at this level, this actualization level, we're taking the realization, which is an intrinsic occurrence. It's something that we recognize at the core of our identity of who and what we are, why we're here, what, what is inspiring me. When we take that realization, now the, the term uh, transforms into the mission, which is to actualize our vision. So now we want to be the effect. We want to be the change that we want to see in the world. Yeah, that's what this means. And this is where the, the, the thinking and the actions are uh, focused, the thoughts are focused, and the body hopefully is gonna follow suit, you know, and perform the actions that are necessary in order for, uh, for us to actualize our vision. Yeah. And I think if you get, the, if you get those foundations right, you know, we've spoken many times already, it's not easy. And, you know, for us to fulfill our vision, it is stepping away from taking the comfortable, safe option and allowing ourselves to venture out of the comfort zone and grow. You know, all growth comes from new, which by, by its nature is outside of the comfort zone. But the thing is, when we've gone through that process of developing our vision, our purpose, understanding and knowing that it's not going to be easy is built into that vision hopefully or maybe it's not maybe we maybe we decide maybe our vision is that we can't do some of these things who knows but going through that process of identifying what is most important to us and it's going to be very unique for us all you know part of that process is working through you know do we believe we've got what it takes to be able to fulfill this vision I think that's a really important thing to consider as well. And, you know, developing that belief, um, giving ourselves permission to be at the level we're at, um, to identify the steps that we need to pass to um, give us the chance to get to where it is that we're wanting to be. You know, there is a lot of work that we could, you know, dive deeper into the specifics. But I think the over overarching theme across the, the last few um, talks that we've had, Tyler, has been, all of this type of stuff, everything, everything is after the inner work has been done to a large degree. You know, you have to get that foundation level stuff right. And once we get, once we get that right, we can actually start working towards anything we want to work towards, anything. We can put a plan in place. We can, you know, once we've got that belief in ourselves, trust and certainty in ourselves that we can, we can start taking actions towards anything. Trust and certainty in ourselves that we're going to have the resilience to keep getting back up because we know that it's not going to be easy. Um, you know, we can keep getting back on the horse and keep keep doing the work that needs to be done for us to fulfill that vision. Um, and developing that mindset that lets us look at those challenges as opportunities. Like it's 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 huge. It, it really is like chalk and cheese between spending our time focusing on the result and just wondering why we can't make any progress to 
flipping that around and, you know, really shining a light internally about, you know, where we are, what we need to be doing to get ourselves ready, doing this foundational work, and then being able to look out and look externally with a with a sense of purpose and certainty that we can achieve whatever it is that we put our mind to. Yeah, this this is, as I was listening to you, it, this is a, a really um, interesting way because, you know, the previous slide was be the cause or find your cause. And this slide is be the effect. And it can be a little bit tricky because we already discussed that cause equals effect because there is no effect without the cause. There is no effect without the cause. The effect is dependent on the cause. So if you're going to put your attention anywhere, all of your, if you, if, if, if it was black and white, you had to only put your attention somewhere, it would have to be on the cause it would have to be. And this slide could essentially, I think what it's actually saying is the previous slide is realize, find your cause. You are the cause, have that realize it. This actualization, what this is really saying is be the cause, be the cause. What, what's coming up for me is, you know, you can identify the effect. You know, once you've done the work, you can identify the effect. Hmm. But when you're saying be the effect, you know, that's what came up for me. It's different. Be the effect is be the cause of the effect. It's not, yeah, it's not outside of you. And, and again, it, that's the beauty of this statement. And I'm so glad you're seeing it and noticing it because we're always chasing an effect. We're always chasing a shadow. We're always chasing a, if this happens, then I will be happy or fulfilled or successful. Uh, when I get this, then I will be whatever it is. There's always something in between you and this shadow that you're trying to grasp. And what this is saying is there is no shadow. There is no effect. There's only cause. Cause has the creator has manifested itself as creation. There is no real creation. It's all the embodiment of the creator. You and I aren't creation. We appear to be part of creation, but we are the embodiment of the creator. All of this is the embodiment of the creator. The only difference between you and I and inanimate objects of creation is that you and I can realize that we're the embodiment of the creator. That's the only difference. You know, my coffee mug can't have that realization, even though it is not, not that we know of. <laughs> well, not that we know of. And it, it probably doesn't have this desire or need to realize that it's the embodiment of the creator. But I think human beings do because it's the truth of who we are. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to take away from the idea that we, can, we you know, the one line of thinking might be, you know, where whatever happens is already pre-programmed and it will just play itself out. You know, I like to disagree with that because I like to think that, there are choices that we make. You know, there is a path that we could go down where we go through this work, identify our vision, you know, do everything that we can to allow ourselves to do things in a different way than we ordinarily would have and to achieve the success that we're looking for. You know, I don't think in, in some ways it doesn't just 
happen by itself. You know, I think there is a need for us to understand that we do play a role in creating our own success and it's not going to just happen. And I think it circles back to that, you know, taking responsibility for our own selves. Um, You know, if we were to just sit back and hope that things are going to pan out a particular way, you know, praying and wishing and thinking things are, are just one day things will be better for us. You know, we're, we're outsourcing our, um, our agency and our responsibility to the world around us. You know, I think if we're, if we're able to sort of really look within and start doing some of this work, we can overcome the challenges that we've potentially been having in terms of finding that purpose that's going to get us up and drive us to do the things that we, you know, we know we're going to be taking us steps closer towards that goal. You know, I, I just think it's a really fascinating um, conversation that no doubt has, uh, has a long way to go, Tyler. Yeah, we're just, it feels like we're introducing these big ideas and uh, at, at, some, at some level, it's kind of, we're scratching the surface on this, but, uh, you know, and a lot of this takes time to, to digest, you know, to embody these principles and, you know, uh, it takes practice um, and it takes commitment, like the things that we've been talking about. Um, but those are really the three steps, I think, are knowledge. First, understand uh, who, who am I? Why am I here? Um, then we have the realization about who I am and why I'm here. And then we now begin to uh, identify what our mission is, you know, actualization. How do I bring this uh, intrinsic recognition, realization out through my, my thoughts and my actions and manifest and actualize it in the world? How do I manifest that vision? What, are, what, are the, what is my mission? And what are the things that I am going to do on a, on a regular basis? Those are the goals. So this, is, this talk hopefully uh, makes sense and is in alignment with what we've been talking about uh, so far, Paul, just using different language. And I'll, I'll let you uh, talk. And No, it's great. It's, um, you know, we've, we are starting to find a couple of different ways, I guess, to sort of point at the, at the same thing. And I think it just keeps coming back to this foundational level stuff that is so important for us to for us to be able to start to embody some of these things that that we need to embrace if we're wanting to be successful in our pursuits to be a successful life coach and a successful business owner. Because we kind of touched on it earlier that you know if we do look externally, you know the the recipe is there and it's pretty clear. There's a set of inputs that are going to create the outputs that we're looking for. I think the far bigger question that we've been starting to tackle has been how are we going to get ourselves in a position to be ready and able and willing and motivated uh, to to keep turning up every day to turn those visions that we have into a reality? Yeah, and what I've noticed with myself and I see it with my clients that often there is a phase of recognizing in our life what we don't want it's it it's the prequel to identifying what it is that we do want right it's like 
it it's almost as if our life kind of just happens you know when we're we're born into a particular time and place with particular family and school friends that didn't really feel like our choice um and our life unfolds kind of there is this part of destiny if you will our life unfolds a certain way and oftentimes before we even get to the vision and mission and identity we kind of get to a place in our lives where we become discontent and unhappy with our situation and the first recognition before you know what you want is you realize look i don't want this these these here's these things that i do want and that's really the beginning well that's good it's good to know what you don't want but that's not the same as knowing what you do want you know i can't do this anymore whatever this is i'm i'm fed up with it i'm done with it and this is this is what pushes us into changing and stepping forward is usually you know and some people have to hit rock bottom before they're willing to take responsibility in the admission in in for the ego to admit that it doesn't know it doesn't have the answers you know that's why people end up hitting the rock bottom is because of their pride is because we've been taught that we're supposed to know that we're supposed to be a certain way and the truth of the matter is there is a lot that we don't know and you know um what we we've been talking about with life coach live is what are the things that really give us fulfillment and make us happy you know and i don't really recall these types of conversations that we've been having paul uh through any of my elementary or high school years this wasn't the type of thing that they that i was taught no no i can't remember that either there's a lot of things that aren't taught in the school systems that probably should be and i think a lot of this stuff that we're talking about relates to the programming that's probably taught from those years when we enter into the school systems and flow through into the you know traditional employment structures that we see you know we're we're, we're programmed to need external validation we're programmed to basically be told what's expected and to have structures of support there behind you know externally that we can turn to when we need to when there's an emergency um this is all about taking ownership and responsibility for ourselves and our own creation yeah there's so many there's so many more things that we could talk about here i think <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it's 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 great it's good stuff so i think uh you know before we you know go for another deep dive i think we'll wrap it up for today and again i just want to thank uh those who have joined us for this uh life coach live conversation that with paul and i and uh look forward to getting seeing you again next week absolutely thanks again tyler um if anyone is out there comes across this or any of the other um life coach live videos youtube videos podcasts wherever you might hear this um reach out we would love to hear how this has landed with you and if it re resonates with you um reach out and start a conversation we'd love to hear from you absolutely okay until then paul take care bye for now
And that wraps up episode five of Life Coach Live. As we continue these conversations, we're also building a valuable collection of resources over on our website. If you're looking to dive deeper into the topics we discuss or find additional tools to aid your journey, make sure you pay a visit to lifecoach-live.com. And remember, these episodes are recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday on our Facebook page. It's a fantastic opportunity to join the conversation, ask questions, and share your insights. We genuinely value our community and would love for you to be part of the conversation. So come on over, get involved, and let's connect. You can find all the details in the show notes below. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch up with you on the next episode. Bye for now.